Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I am Billy Embody. We've got a lot to get you today on the podcast with SMU wrapping up another official visit weekend. We've got the scoop on theponyexpress.com with yet another official visitor who is wrapping up his official visit on Tuesday. So be sure to head over to the site, seven-day free trial, check that out, um, one of their top targets on the offensive side of the ball, hitting campus for a little bit of a surprise visit. So go ahead, check that out. Um, just learned of that Tuesday morning as you guys are listening to this podcast. So SMU hosts three huge targets over the weekend, uh, four official visits. We're here to kind of talk about where things stand, maybe how things might begin to trend. Um, and SMU added another commitment to the class of 2023, which is what we're going to lead off with. SMU landed a commitment for 2023, Austin Vandegrift defensive lineman, Damian Wimberly. And this is one of the, the best lands in the class so far. Right now, the highest rated commitment for SMU on the on three consensus. The number 70 if defensive tackle or defensive lineman in the country for the on three consensus. We've got him even higher. Number 64 overall defensive lineman, number 90 overall prospect in Texas. Um, this is somebody that at 6'4", 245, had a 4'4 shuttle at the Dallas uh, Under Armour showcase that I actually saw Damian Wimberly work out at. Um, that was really where we learned that he was squarely on SMU's radar uh, and SMU was squarely on his radar. And we wrote about him after that camp. We caught up with him and he was going to take some visits, going to check out some schools, went to Cal, went to UTSA, went to Texas Tech, went to SMU actually that afternoon after that camp. And you kind of got a sense that Calvin Thibodeau really impressed him overall, and that put SMU in the driver's seat from the get-go, it felt like to me at least. And sure enough, SMU goes ahead uh, and gets him on campus for an official visit, and you hear that things went really well uh, the weekend of June 10th, and then he heads to Texas Tech on June 17th, and you say, okay, is this really legit? And sure enough, Damian Wimberly pops for SMU right after the visit uh, to Texas Tech. And actually, a little behind the scenes for you guys, you know, people asked us on theponyexpress.com, you know, hey, how, how are you feeling about Damian Wimberly? Well, Damian Wimberly broke down his decision um, with us on theponyexpress.com for you guys ahead of time. He did it right after his SMU visit. We got him an edit. Um, it was one of those things where unless he was kind of playing with us and had us do all this work for nothing, uh, he was going to SMU. And so went over to Texas Tech, took his visit. Uh, they had been recruiting him for a while. And SMU beats out Texas Tech for Damian Wimberly. And he's got some nice offers to his name. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say everybody was still recruiting him, you know, as hard as SMU, Texas Tech, and some of these other programs were. But, I mean, had a Baylor offer, had a TCU offer, Minnesota, Kansas State, Indiana, Arizona State and he even told me that Oregon actually offered him and he never tweeted it because they completely kind of went ghost after that so a little interesting backstory so it wasn't necessarily a top target for the Ducks but still was good enough to get on their radar and and get an offer so um, you know Damian Wimberly adds a lot to this class I mean not just from a uh, perspective of talent but I think versatility as well he's got some length to him uh, he can clearly move and especially move laterally. Uh, that's what I really like about his game. 
I, I think he's going to fit in eventually along the inside. Um, but his frame overall kind of reminds me of Devere Levelston a little bit. Um, and so he's got that ability to certainly play inside, some athleticism to play on the edge a little bit. He's not going to be a stand-up pass rusher by any means, but another just really versatile, talented uh, defensive lineman uh, for SMU to bring in. That pushes SMU's class up to 12 commitments. It was at 13, um, or would have been, I should say, at 13 but Franklin athlete Bryson Washington, and he was the highest ranked commit in the class at the time, uh, flipped to Baylor uh, shortly before Damian Wimberly announced. Uh, it just came down to Baylor's going to play him at running back. I believe they're the only school playing him at running back. Now, I think the Bears are probably thinking they'll switch him over to, uh, to linebacker, which is where most schools are recruiting him at. Um, but they they do get him to flip one of the best athletes in SME's class, kind of Unfortunate for SMU that the way it worked out. Baylor lost a commitment. They end up turning up the heat, getting him in, in for an official, and uh, he he commits to the Bears. And, you know, honestly, if they had been pressing, you know, the whole time, if they weren't full at their spot, they probably get him and in, in, and get him on board long before SMU did. So things changed quickly. That was a commitment that lasted for just a week, but um, SMU moves forward and, and lands a nice prospect to kind of make them feel a little bit better for sure. And Damian Wimberly, um, you've now got Jackson Lavender, Randy Reese committed at wide receiver. Um, you go along the defensive line and Braden Flowers um, and <laughs> get this checked in. Uh, he had himself listed at 6'2", 220, checked in around 6'3", 265. And he was the one who posted his picture uh, with the car. Um, so a really, really impressive prospect that's going to play on the D-line. Um, you have uh, Jaden Milliner-Jones, who jumped in the boat at safety, uh, joining Abdul Muhammad, the Dallas South Oak Cliff standout. You've got Brandon Miazano, who was the first commit on the defensive side of the ball. You've got Alex Kilgore, who joined him in the linebacker class. Keldrick Luster at quarterback. And then the trio of offensive linemen in Naredo Stoker, Richter Connolly, and Reagan Gill. And um, Naredo Stoker did take an official visit to TCU. I have heard a little bit of buzz that SMU's kind of feeling like they can hold on to him. Uh, he didn't immediately flip. Uh, he actually reached out to me and said, hey, I had a good visit at TCU. Um, nice experience. Uh, I tried to press him a little bit to see if, you know, he's going to flip or if there was, you know, still talk between him and TCU about that or anything like that. Um, and he hasn't gotten back to me just yet. So he's a little slow sometimes on, on getting back to me on Twitter. But uh, from what we're kind of hearing, a little bit of confidence in terms of SMU keeping Naredo Stoker in the boat uh, after TCU brought him in for an official visit last weekend. You know, this is going to be uh, a guy that I think is highly recruited. Uh, I, I feel like SMU did a great job of getting him on board early on. And, um, you know, this is uh, one they're, they're just going to have to battle for. So, um, on to SMU's trio of official visitors. We haven't seen any fireworks just yet from this group. I, I'm not expecting any right now. I think there are three visitors that, you know, you could see them maybe come away with two out of three if it works out in their favor. But uh, they're going up against stiff competition. You've got DK Kalu out of Missouri City, Ridgepoint, who we said going into the visit was probably a little bit of a Baylor lean. We still kind of feel that way. He had a great time. Uh, we've kind of caught up with him here or there, but not enough to, to do a full story. Uh, but he, he really had 
um, a nice time from what he told me. So um, that was uh, DK Kalu, uh, one of the big uglies in the trenches at 6'3", 270 that Calvin Thibodeau had on campus. Uh, they're just going to keep swinging away at him, seeing if they can get him back up on campus for um, for another visit at some point and keep pressing. And then they had Billy Walton, the edge prospect out of South Oak Cliff, uh, the number 50 overall edge in the country, on the borderline of being a four-star prospect for us. Committed to Oklahoma State now since April, but he took an official visit to SMU this past weekend, really came away impressed. But now he heads to Austin to go check out Texas. That's going to be one that is certainly, you know, if you're talking about flip watch here or there, you know, in, in the near future, I would say Texas probably has the upper hand to flip him right away. Um, if he takes things out and go and takes his process towards the end, you know, SMU can keep recruiting him uh, and, and maybe their, their flip talk uh, pays off. So um, I really like what um, what SMU is doing with Billy Walton, though. He had a great time from what he told me really connected with a lot of the players. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where things stand with Billy Walton, a, a really talented edge out of Dallas. And then finally wrapping up with Florida State commit Chris Par- Chris Parson. He was scheduled to be in Tallahassee this weekend. We're kind of hearing that that might not happen. Um, look, I, I mentioned this on the board. Somebody, you know, kind of posted some things about, uh, you know, a lot of Florida State people are saying he's not going to stick. I, I'm hearing that's kind of the case as well. Uh, I've been seeing Florida State recruit a few other guys, um, you know, into their class at, at quarterback. They're on Ricky Collins, a Purdue commit. Uh, they're on um, uh, Brock Glenn, another talented prospect. So they've kind of been recruiting, you know, another quarterback for that class uh, for a while. And I just think we're going to eventually see them uh, cut ties and, you know, move on from each other. It's just a matter of when. Uh, he's been to Mississippi State as well. I think SMU's done enough here that it wouldn't shock me at all if he ends up in the class uh, along with Keldrick Luster as a second quarterback. This would solidify the quarterback room. I think it's a room that needs depth. Um, I, I really do. You've got Tanner Mordecai, who's certainly on campus, uh, competing with with Preston Stone. If you know Preston Stone wins out in that quarterback competition, you're going to need another quarterback if Tanner Mordecai were to transfer. And then Kevin Henry Jennings, you know, what happens if Keldrick Luster and Chris Parson both come in? You got to have some depth because there there could be attrition at this room. And I'm a big believer. You got to take at least one quarterback a class. And SMU's got a chance to take two, take two pretty good ones. One local, one certainly uh, who has local ties, having been a former Duncanville quarterback. Um, and you can, you can see where the chips fall uh, with Chris Parson. But I, I will say, I think there's a... Look, a quiet little bit of of optimism around SMU as far as um, Chris Parson and their chances to land the four star quarterback uh, who's finishing up his high school ball this year playing for Brentwood um, in in uh, just outside just outside the Nashville area I should say um, in Brentwood playing for Ravenwood so um, that is kind of the rundown on the official visitors from this past weekend. Again, we've got the exclusive scoop on another one that's on campus right now as you guys are listening to this, finishing up your workday. Um, so check it out if you're not a, on the PonyExpress.com subscriber. Again, try us free for seven days. A uh, couple other quick notes. SMU basketball uh, did opt to renew their season uh, series with Dayton, so they'll have that um, 
for their uh, for their upcoming season and then uh, you know for next year as well. We actually are going to get a chance to sit down with Rob Lanier and his staff on Wednesday morning, so I'm excited about that. Um, while I'm on my honeymoon, uh, so a week from Wednesday tomorrow, uh, I leave for my honeymoon for about 11 days. You guys are going to be stuck with some pre-recorded podcast interviews, which I think you'll enjoy. We'll, we've got Rasheed Rice, Jalen Thomas, Marcus Bryant, uh, a couple guys lined up on the podcast front. But on the site, we're also going to have some exclusive interviews that we've been compiling and, and been getting for you guys. Um, and, and a few of those are with Rob Lanier and his staff. So excited to get to chat with him, see how the summer is going, see how the roster kind of all came together, what it was like putting it together. Um, so we're going to have that for you guys as well. They've been hitting the recruiting trail hard. There's been some live periods. There's been the contact period with the class of 2024 that started up. Uh, so we'll we'll have a lot of things to share with you guys on that front. Want to pick up a little bit more basketball recruiting uh, once that um, once the uh, you know the the month of July flips over. Um, you know, football recruiting kind of dies down a little bit. Some decisions are made for a lot of these prospects, and it's a dead period. We're going to pick up our basketball recruiting, especially once I'm back from the honeymoon. But we hope you guys will enjoy those conversations and those Q and A's and and all sorts of good things on the site. Um, while I'm gone uh, during that time. So um, with that, we've got one more official visit weekend to come. We'll see if SMU opts to bring anyone in. We'll have that covered for you guys on theponyexpress.com. And then next month, once we get back, it's going to be fall camp preview time, projecting the two deep position previews on the pod. Excited to do that for you guys as well. Um, So keep it locked on theponyexpress.com for all the latest on SMU. We'll have you guys covered and appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, spreading the word about it. Uh, we've had a lot of people sign up for on the Pony Express lately, so appreciate you guys that have done that. And until next time, this has been the On the Pony Express podcast. We'll have one later this week. Just caught up with SMU commit Reagan Gill. Going to catch up with Keldrick Luster as well, so excited to drop those interviews for you guys. So with that, hope you guys have a great rest of the week, and we'll catch you next time.